Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters! Hello and welcome to Films of Our Lives. I'm Victoria Feltham. And I'm Stuart Feltham. And today on our brother and sister podcast we will be reviewing Ghostbusters, of course. What, um, was the, what was that loud crash at the start of the recording? Oh, that was me knocking over a colander. Because oh. uh, because we are recording this remotely, I am able to prepare my lunch while we record. That actually, I I am going to stop preparing it because it's noisy. Um, but I thought I had more time. So, yeah, in- incredibly quick connection today. Yeah, we did well, didn't we? Twice, um, twice in the time that it might normally take for one. Yeah, for one, we did really well. We, um, Listeners, there's there's a slight time delay, I think, in between. So if there's yeah, if there's any pausing, that's why. Um, we only had to. Uh, this is a, our second attempt at recording because um, we've realised that if we sing the intro, um, we can never sing at the same time because of the the time delay. So we'd agreed that Stu was going to say, "Who are you going to call Ghostbusters?" But I just got too excited. And then I, I, I joined in on this bit, which obviously over, was just... Over the top uh, of me. Pardon? Over the top of me. Yeah, uh, so it was an overlap. But, oh, did, uh, I think that's, a, that's a, probably a good singing thing, though, isn't it? I'm sure that's what we were doing. But still, anyway, here we are. Slight time delay, remotely joining. Um, hope everyone's safe and well. And... Um, Oh, so here we are recording on Anchor, and you'll be glad to know that it popped up on my screen um, again with my only recorded recorded podcast under my own name by myself, um, Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol Stay of the First. Uh, I still only have six listeners. Uh, uh, it might, it might pick up towards Christmas. Maybe. Maybe people are like, I must hear Stay of the First. Um and then, yeah, join in. If you if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, then you will when you listen to other podcasts. If you listen to other podcasts, fingers crossed. Yeah, our podcast. Our podcast. <laughs> Steve the first. Nobody's interested in. That was my solo attempt. I was very much not the Robbie Williams of this partnership. No, you were. Um... Hang on, let me think of an example. Oh no, don't because if what if the boy band member is listening and then we've dissed them and then they won't be our friend. JC Chazez. Oh, no, he's done well. JC, he's done well. Yeah, but you had six listens. Yeah, that's true. I've done all right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, I was actually taken aback by the quick connection as well. I'm I'm actually still driving to school online. So... Uh, do you want to? Who's in this film before we IMDb? Yeah, I will. My gosh, technology! But this is all you're doing this safely, Stu. You're on uh, uh, surround sound. You're not looking at your hands phone. You're, free. Not, you're on hands free. That's it. Surround sound. That's not the word. You're on hands free. Okay. You're not uh, yeah doing any kind of dangerous illegal driving. Let's get that. Out there. Um, oh, do I want to? So yeah. Who's in this film? I'll tell you. Who's in this film? Bill Murray is in this film. Uh, you may know him from films such as um, Scrooged, uh, Groundhog Day, Groundhog Day podcast for details. 
Um, Tootsie, see future podcast for details, I think. Um, he was on no. Saturday Night Live. Um, Space Jam, see Space Jam podcast for details. Hamlet, loads and loads of things. Um, Dan Aykroyd. Oh, and uh, sorry, I should say Bill Murray plays Peter Venkman. Dan Aykroyd plays Ray Stance. Uh, he was original member of the Not Ready for Primetime Players on Saturday Night Live. Um, and he performed a musical sketch show with John Belushi on Saturday Night Live. Uh, they've been films together such as the Blues Brothers. I mentioned John Belushi because he's important when we get to trivia. Um, oh, he's in My Girl, which could be a possible uh, future podcast, but I don't know because it breaks my heart. Um Trading Places with Eddie Murphy and Jamie Lee Curtis and um, yeah, many, many things. And Sigourney Weaver plays Dana. Um, again, loads and loads of films. Working Girl, The Ice Storm, um, Hurley Burley. Uh, she was a voice in Wally and A Cabin in the Woods, A Monster Calls, Alien aliens and a variety of alien films um harold is it ramis or ramis okay sorry so harold ramis or ramis apologies if i'm not pronouncing that right as egon spengler um and then he was in national lampoon's vacation groundhog day as well um national lampoon's animal house and knocked up to name but a few uh, Rick Moranis as Lewis Tully from Honey the I Shrunk the Kids. See Honey I Shrunk the Kids podcast for details. Um, Little Shop of Horrors. Um, and I've written Honey I Shrunk the Kids twice, but I think I meant Honey I Blew Up the Baby. Blew up. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, and the Flintstones. And Hudson as Winston Zedmore. Um, he's from The Hand That Rocks the Cradle, Basketball Diaries, uh, Miss Congeniality. Um, he had a cameo in the remake of Ghostbusters. And uh, yeah, among other things, many, many things. And uh, Annie Potts plays Janine Melnitz. And she was in Jumpin' Jack Flash. Uh, Bo Peep, uh, she's the voice of Bo Peep in Toy Story, uh, which I didn't know, that was fun to learn. Um, Love and War, and uh, The Young Sheldon from 2017 to present. And there we are. Excellent. Have you popped up safely or would you like me to say more things? Now I'm back. I have ample space. Ample. Are you oh, we do like it when you have ample space in the car park. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're, we're safe. We have IMDb up. We have the book in front. We have people looking at me, wondering what I'm they're, doing. They're looking at you thinking, oh my gosh, what's he doing? Something exciting. Tell them about the podcast, too. Let's get some more listens. Tell them about Steve the First. Let's get me some. <laughs> <laughs> right. So... Uh, an IMDB off the cuff. Yeah. Three oddball scientists get kicked out of their cushy positions at university in New York City, where they studied the occult. Mm. They decide to set up shop in an old firehouse and become Ghostbusters, trapping pesky ghosts, spirits, haunts, and poltergeists for money. 
They wise crack their way through the city and stumble upon a gateway to another dimension, one which will release untold evil upon the city. Mm. The Ghostbusters are called in to save the Big Apple. Yes. Oh, it's an exciting time. Um, yeah, so um, shall we tell the listeners, just so a new generation of viewer was watching this, your son, my nephew Jacob, and he couldn't have loved it more, could he? Well, we watched it just before, um, well, just before Halloween. Uh, yeah. Halloween and before the systems were up and the top was down. <laughs> and we were, got the city on lockdown again, as Blue would say. So I think we you watched it, yeah. didn't you? Then I watched it the next day and you were in my house. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so I watched it twice. Yeah. And then... You had Jacob over for tea, yeah. and he watched it again at your house, yeah. and then watched the second yeah. one. No, he watched the second one at my house. I thought he watched the first no. one as well. No, he just watched the second one at my house because on a well, he's anyway, yeah. loving Ghostbusters now. And then he dressed as Ghostbusters for Halloween. Yeah, he did, um, and uh, and. Um, yeah, and he knows everything about it. Like, if we have any queries, if we get stuck on anything, then are you going to call? Well, he, they, they did a podcast on it themselves, didn't they? Him and, yeah, so um, my, Jacob, and Jacob and Lacey, my niece and nephew, Stu's cherubs, they made their own podcast about Ghostbusters. Jacob just loved it so much. And all of the details, he just knows he knows Dana, he knows Zool, he knows what is going on. He's five years old. Yeah, so it just it just shows that's um that as a family film has stood the test of time because you just have a whole not even like next generation. Like yeah, I'm thirty six, he's five years old. That film came out the year I was born, and here you are, my nephew absolutely loves it. So I thought that was quite nice. Well, Spoiler oh. alert! I I think that the theme tune to Ghostbusters yeah. is better than oh, the do film. You? It is a it is a tune and a half, isn't it? It is mm. a good theme tune. Anyway, let's let's let's. Uh, have we got any more features? There we go. You've ruined remember. everyone. Everyone's really excited about the film. Everyone's revved up. Yeah, the next generation love it. And there's you. Oh. Just all, yeah, but it, it is a good theme tune, so it's not a bit. No, it's just that the, the theme tune is so excellent. Yes, you're not saying the film yeah. is bad, but you just really like the theme tune. Yeah. Do you just think of write the theme tune, sing the theme tune whenever you say theme? When, when yeah. you said that, yeah, yeah, I did then, but also as well, actually, uh, uh, oh, I might say okay. trivia, fun, but I might forget oh, by then. Say it. I, I'm just gonna say trivia. it now. You, I don't. Th I don't know whether you said it. Um, about uh, what's his name? Oh, you should have been listening to me. Yeah, he, he might. Have. <laughs> Who's the guy who plays <laughs> one of the Ghostbusters? Dan yeah. Aykroyd. Yeah. Yeah. Is in. Um, we started watching Christmas yeah. films. He mm -hmm. is in. Uh, oh, Christmas with right? the Pranks. No, I did not say that. And he's like, is so. Have you seen it before? Uh, is that with Jamie Lee Curtis and the man from Her Movement? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
and the man from the South yeah. Floors. Um, so he's like the head, like of the neighborhood right. sort of thing, yeah. you know, like, and because they're not putting up their yeah. trimmings, he he keeps, um, like knocking on their door and being like, "Oh, you're gonna put yeah, Frosty okay. up and stuff like that." But, but when when he's first introduced, before they're talking about whatever his character's yeah. name is, and um, they say, "Oh." Uh, for example, if his name was, I mean, he's called Ray yeah. in this, isn't he? So if they were going like, oh, w- w- what are you going to say to Ray? And then, and then, and then he goes like, oh, Ray, Ray, Ray. Oh, who, who are you oh. going to call? You're going to call Ray, no, aren't you? And I thought that was a proper yeah, like, nod. Yeah, of course. To because it's his creation. And then, Not only was yeah. he in it. Yeah, I'll get to that with trivia, but it's his brainchild, if you will, as well. But then I I pointed that out yeah. to Kim and Jacob went, he's Ray from oh, the Ghostbusters. That's lovely. And that's who Jacob wants to be, isn't it? When he plays Ghostbusters, he is Ray. Yeah. Yeah. That's cute. Well, you think you'd want to be Yeah, Benjamin. I thought so. I was surprised. But, but yeah, anyway, Anywho. Ray is, right. is the chosen one. I'm not going to lie. It's quite short on the, on the notes ah. front. From uh, I don't know whether the film wasn't particularly long, or whether I just didn't write very much. Ah, well, well, we'll see as we as we get through it. No doubt I'll add some irrelevant waffle to the mix. So I don't think it means that uh, hmm. it's going to be short. No, I mean we're like probably ten uh, yeah. half an hour in already. Right. Um. So right, the beginning of okay. the film. Do we have the? Do we have the? I should have written that down. Do we have the? To intro, I don't think we do, do we? That's just at the end. Oh yeah, I haven't noted it. I can't. I can't remember. It it appears throughout, though. I think, doesn't it? Oh, it's kind of like a little. Um, a little uh, instrumental. Uh, I, I well, and I was going to say they have like a little intro before it launches into the film. So it's in the, the in this big library where uh, there's like a uh, presumably the librarian walking around. And then the books start moving themselves yeah, around. Books. And library cards and everywhere. Remember it's... those? The yeah, yeah, I think I I I think it was Adam or was it was it Jacob? I don't know. But yeah, somebody I was watching it with said, What's that? And then I had to explain that in the olden days you didn't have just the you're like your plastic card thing for them to scan. They would put the tickets, wouldn't they, inside the folded up. Um yeah. Yeah, I when yeah. I used to play libraries in my uh, spare time as a child, I made many of those and put them into all my books. I'll share a photo on Instagram. There we go. That'll entice you to follow us on Instagram and to Twitter <laughs> to see a photo of my... Uh... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when I used to play libraries. Um, yeah, and they're floating everywhere, uh, which wouldn't happen now. It's on a computer system. But actually, that's much worse, because what would you get? Computers flying everywhere? Good golly, Miss Molly. Anyway, I'd imagine that would be quite uh, frustrating to sort out once you got over the terror, having to put all those things back in. Oh, of I'm course, the slime. Much, yeah, that's much worse. Well, I, yeah, it almost teases it like it's going to be a horror film. Yeah. Well, that intro, don't you think? Yeah. That's quite scary, because actually. Because it's, it's a bit more... That part. I, yeah, I thought... I didn't think Jacob would like it. I thought he'd be frightened, but he was well away. Yeah. So, um, yeah, then I've, I've read who's going to call, mm. so maybe they did have that. 
so you've got Dr. Mm-hmm. Peter Venkman, who is uh, Bill Murray's character, and he's sat with a man and a, a woman, and he, I, I guess he's testing them on uh, negative um, um, reinforcement. Uh, I just thought that he was um, flirting with the girl. Yeah, he was, but I mean, he had to have a reason yeah, for them to but, be there. Oh, he? yeah, but I don't think so. He was, he was I, well. I hadn't thought that actually. If he was testing negative, negative, negative or positive reinforcement, because did you do that test in psychology? So you've got like the star, the the triangle. You've got the different shapes, and then it, it it's a guess. It's a hmm. it's a test in um, psychic ability. Though, did you not do right. that? You didn't do that in psychology at school? No? I don't know. You, I was probably you, off that day. You, yeah, you, you weren't in attendance as much in sixth form. Uh, that's neither here nor there. But uh, I went to all my classes. And yeah, and so we had to do the, the test. And, um, but the reason we were doing it is to see if, if introverts or extroverts were, had more or less psychic ability. And I am happy to report right. that I uh, was the most psychic extrovert in sixth form at the time. So that's exciting. Uh, but we didn't get shocks when we got it wrong. I'm not sure that that's ethical, actually. I, I think that was such something he, and, he added in. I think he's a sort of a naughty but nice, you know. I think he was making his own rules for that yeah. test, really. Yeah, I mean... It, it, the, I don't, yeah, what's it trying to get across here? One, he's a scientist, it, it, oh, it, sort of thing, the, and two, that he's a ladies' well, man. I don't know that he is, but that he's trying to be. It's a, yeah, it's he his wants to be a ladies' man on the door, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I, oh, but and then graffitied on the door says, Go to hell, Vinkman. So he's obviously not very popular. No, and that guy gets annoyed with kept getting keep because he keeps well, he getting the questions though, wrong as you would. Uh, but, uh, but even if he yeah, gets it right, so... he gets a shock. And then the woman, if she, she gets it wrong, and he's just oh. like, "Oh my god, how do you keep yeah. getting these right?" Um, so he's just like he's like I've had enough, and he's like, <laughs> "Keep <laughs> so your five bucks." five dollars to do the test which even in 1984 i don't think was very much money no no um but then ray comes in and says this is it and says about the books being blown off of the shelves at the library so they mm-hmm. go to investigate the ghost we introduced egon and he's got like this i don't know what it's called but you know when it's like when you, if, it, if it ticks more there's meant to be like more you know, like right, yeah. paranormal activity, yeah. and he's like, "There's definitely mm-hmm. something, yeah. something here." Librarian, um, and the, the the terrified librarian, is yeah. she there? Yeah, is she laid on a table or, is or something? It... Well, Venkman's like, "Oh, is she schizophrenic yeah. and then or is she a on lot drugs?" Of personal questions that don't relevant. Yeah, at all. yeah. So it's like he he doesn't even really believe anything. He just thinks she's she's like crazy he, he's herself. Not, yeah, I he's guess. not really taking it very seriously. He's not convinced like the other two. The other two are like full blown. 
there's yeah. there must have been a ghost. I feel like as the uh, as initially like they're interested in in the science of if you will of the of hunting yeah. ghosts and things like that whereas he, it, for him is it just a way of making money or I, fame I think he, and fortune yeah he'd like know? that kind of uh, fame and yeah as you say fame and fortune and respect just like the, sort of the guy who it, rather than having ghosts. interest in it I would say that changes as the film goes yeah. on but at this point it's just something um it it's very much like um, Groundhog Day, in <laughs> which is exciting for many reasons. Because yeah. because he's in Groundhog Day, and but because you know, Groundhog Day repeats itself, and then here we are, then similar to another Groundhog Day. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like the character in Groundhog Day at the beginning is yeah like, up himself, you know, and not maybe not so much in this. Um, He's not mean to anyone, is he? Like, no, like his, his yeah, which he is in Groundhog Day. Um, but he, yeah, he's. Uh, yeah. It just seems to be a job he's sort of fallen into, rather than that he's enjoying. Unlike the other two, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he gets in. He gets into it more. Um, should we talk about what happens when they look around the library? Yeah. So yeah, well, they, they go downstairs and. Uh... The books have all been piled up yes. in stacks on the floor. So at least they get they? tidied up um, after themselves. And, and the drawers are covered in slime. And then there's a, like a ghostly figure in front of them. They don't seem like that no. stunned, considering like presumably like they, like from the yeah, this, is, this the is it one. from Ray. Like they've they've yeah. been waiting for this moment, like and for anyone to see a yeah, ghost for the first time. <laughs> And they're kind of just like, like oh, okay. It's a bit nonchalant. Well, maybe they prepared themselves by all the, the things that they had seen. But, well, yeah, but I did put that in there. Well, we don't know from before. This might be. It more feels common. like this is the start you know, because like... this is where they. Well, yeah, this is where it, they. Or is this just the first one that they can well, actually and catch? Also, um... So, sort of jumping ahead slightly, but the university stops their funding, so actually they need right a new job now. Yeah, they need they need so a they're win. They're like, well, okay, from, well, from doing this, this is what we'll have to do then. Yeah, because I mean, they could have done research before and come across ghosts, but never had the means. Yeah, to be or able didn't to have do to because they had it. their sort of cushy uni jobs. But now that's changed, so there's something else that they yeah. need to to do. Yeah, which lucky for the city, they do. Yeah. So. Oh, sorry, we're, sorry, we're boring. Should press a yawn there. <laughs> Although actually, we are cutting into your nap time because if you would be having yeah, a little nap, be asleep. Now, you, oh, the... no. <laughs> so Stu has to get there. Uh, listener, Stu has to get to the school half an hour early to make sure he gets a parking space. Um, that has ample. That has ample door room. Favorite word, yeah, door, ample door room. <laughs> and there was somebody else can't park too close to him, so that he, yeah, can't get out of the car. So normally you'd have a little thirty minutes nap, wouldn't you? So, yeah. So thank Sweet. you for fitting yeah. us into your nap time. Uh, yeah. Um. So 
Peter mm. speaks to the ghost. Yes. And he's shush. Big shush. And Ray has a plan. Um, Would we say Ray was the leader of the Ghostbusters? I don't know. See, I think, I think that Ray is the. Uh, I I say Bankman yeah. for me. Yeah. Was was the leader? Like I I'd say uh, Ray's name is on. Right. Shop. Yeah. Sign. But okay. Venkman's picture is on there. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's it's Ray's shop, but then the the greeting the yeah. picture is of Venkman. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Ray was the founder. Uh, but yeah, Venkman is is yeah. the the show guy. Yeah. 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 It's like, yeah, he's he's <laughs> the brains. Even though Venkman's not, not exactly he, I, Oh, I think, uh, yeah, I think Ray sort of is the brains behind the operation, but then Venkman's got the, um, like, the confidence and the gusto to keep it going. Like, the gum, yeah, he's like... Yeah, he's a bit yeah. more more yeah. ballsy, if you will. Um, I, I put that it does get a little bit more eerie again as they're getting close, closer to the... Mm the ghost um oh yeah this is where we find out is this is this the first time we find out about the um yeah sorry i jumped ahead a little bit so so it's after that that we find out about the the funding isn't it because peter's insulted as well i've i've not i've not right that they the last thing I put about the ghost was that yeah. it shushes, shushes him. Yeah, shushes him, and then I've got about the funding. But but yeah, I jumped. I jumped the ghost. So um, they didn't catch it? I just wrote that they were shushed. Do they catch the ghost off camera? Maybe they don't catch it. It's yeah, just goes. I, sorry, listeners, we should have double-checked that. <laughs> Well, let's carry on. And it might. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't think. It, it... Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, um, Venkman says that it was destiny for him to lose their funding because now they have to. Yeah. Now they can pursue this yeah. as a as a career path. And um, <laughs> I can't read my writing. Uh, so, so they uh, they get the. Um, Ghostbusters fire yeah, base. It's got a car, very cool car. There's a a TV advert which is dreadful. Yeah, and they get a, a, a business is slow there, wasn't it? But then, um, the lady, <laughs> Stu, <isn't it? laughs> have Dana. you fallen asleep? Dana. So we, well, we cut to, we see Sigourney Weaver, a.k.a. Dana, in this film. Um, She has um, a rather, she gets home, she's creeping past her neighbour's house in her apartment block, which is Rick Moranis. Um, And he is very clearly besotted with her, but warns her that her TV was up really loud. So to take the heat off of her, he turned up his TV really, really (laughs) 
loud so that <laughs> so they wouldn't know which TV was causing. Yeah, to, to mask um, it. So she's sort of like, oh, okay, thank you. Got to go get away. She goes into her house, which is when we see the the TV advert for the the Ghostbusters, and it's it's embarrassing. Yeah. Um, she's preparing food, and the eggs start moving around, and then and then explode. Yeah. Um, and then she opens the fridge and then she sees um, a sort of mini ghost world. Um, but it's quite a coincidence that the, the, these ghostly happenings happen as the advert is playing. So do you think it's like, was that always the case that something ghostly was there? Or, yeah, just a coincidence. Actually... It is just a coincidence because I'm guessing then that the TV blaring was the ghostly apparitions in her apartment anyway that were making that that noise or had turned the TV on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. So, so she has now seen a, a miniature ghost world in her fridge. So who's she going to call? That's correct, Stu, and I'm going to make that joke as many times as I can throughout this podcast okay right so i'm back on track with you. i don't know what happened with my notes i might have <laughs> fell asleep watching the film maybe <laughs> uh, so um yeah so she calls the ghostbusters because yeah. business has been slow um and yeah she calls Venkman goes around to her apartment he like curses her for yeah. all her quite rude in the fridge yeah yeah and then she says that the, the ghost oh, said yeah. uh, Zol. Zol, which is key to future yeah. storyline. Is it Zol or Zul? Um, Zul. Yeah, not Zol. Zul. What film were you know. watching? It's Zul. Well, that... <laughs> okay, well, that's just how I wrote it. <laughs> Zul. Um, and then Venkman kind of tries a bit of a oh, flirty behavior I, with Dana and says that about how they're both, both obsessed with their work. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes it very yeah. clear that he's interested and she's kind of just like... He even makes kind of a, like no. a, a crude joke. So he's looking around the apartment and she says, oh, that's the bedroom, but nothing ever happened in there. And he's like, what a crime. <laughs> But yeah. <laughs> he doesn't really seem to know what he's doing. He's just looking around. But yeah, this is early days. Like, I'm not sure he knows what to to look for. But the uh, the kind of the ghostly world isn't in her fridge anymore. Mm. Right. Um, I think we oh, should okay. go to an ad break. Yes. If that's okay with you. Uh, let's let's do that. Uh, I would like to advertise Steve the first. Okay. All right, I'll, uh, okay, I'll call bye you bye. after the ads. Right. And we're back from our commercial break. Hello. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> yeah, just that 45 seconds of me going, hello, hello. <laughs> Can you hear me? I couldn't. Right, I've had a, a metaphorical coffee. I'm ready for part two. 
You've revised your notes? Yes, I tried deciphering what I've written. <laughs> <clears throat> right, so where we were at, uh, Venkman had just been seen Dana. Yes. And hit on her, unsuccessfully. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. So back at the ghost... Uh, what is it? Engine station? Ghost engine station. <laughs> Ghostbusters uh, HQ. They're um, debating like their first and potentially only case, yeah. Um, which has happened before, when they receive uh, a, tele- a telephone call. Um, and it's kind of like all hands to the pump then, isn't it? Like yeah. like they are firemen. Yeah. Like, ready to go. They're yeah. not like sort of discreet uh, about, they're, like, they're, what's the, it's the ectoplasm mobile? That's, that's, is that what it's called? Ectoplasm? Yeah. That, that's yeah. the slide with it. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's uh-huh. what the, their vehicle is. Um, so they go in that to the, the Sedgwick Hotel. Mm-hmm. And they've got these like proton pack things on their back, their backpacks essentially, aren't they? With the yeah. and Egon warns them to not cross streams. Which, yes, as any man knows, you don't cross streams. Stu, uh... <laughs> I didn't think you'd understand what that meant. Is it uh, toilet things? Yeah, yeah. Uh... So yeah, um, uh, it's Slimer is the ghost. Here, isn't it? Yeah. So presumably when we were stupid an hour ago and we didn't realise <laughs> what happened to the ghost. Yeah. <laughs> it was setting it up. So that he was at the library initially. Yeah. And now he's at the the Sedgwick Hotel. Um thank But he wasn't the he wasn't the ghost that they saw reading. Oh yeah. So they all just leave slime then. So why is this one called Slimer? Mm-hmm. Well he isn't though. Is your we, is your um, phone on Do Not Disturb? We Um We're calling him Slimer because we watched the cartoon where he is referred to as Slimer, right. but I don't think he's ever actually given a name in here. And he's also not their friend and ally, which he is in the cartoon. Right. I did read a thing now. Egon oh, yeah, has... maybe maybe that's just Yeah, carry on. Remember that cartoon in the nineties, like eighties or nineties? Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, Egon has blonde hair in the cartoon, which he also does not right. have in this film. Okay. So yeah, so I think so. I've just always referred to him as Slimer, right. but in the film, that isn't actually his name. And, yeah, and he is still like their enemy in the mm-hmm. film, whereas in the cartoon, he's their friend. Right. So. Yeah, so um, I think that then they all just leave that around. That's not that's not just him. Right. Okay. So yeah. anyway, we call him Slimer because that's his name. Yeah, uh, that's like his name. comes at Venkman, and obviously just goes through him, I guess. Or Venkman goes through him. Yeah, it's weird. Isn't and it? he's just left in covered in slime. Um, yeah. And Egon says that it's in the bathroom. And they're trying to kind of like I'm gesturing with my hands that no one can see, like surround, <laughs> surround it with their their guns. Uh, it's got to be a real name for their guns. Uh, carry on saying things, then I'll Google okay, it. Okay, so they're trying to like yeah, like corner it, even though there's no way to corner it because as it's just shown, it can just it, it, it can just it. pass through them or the wall behind it. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Like it makes no, it, it's, it's, yeah, 
It should never... In this battle between man and ghost, man should never win. <laughs> no. They have the advantage. They're still keeping up their education, as we've seen from the ghost in the library. Yeah. Um, mm. Also, these, like, uh, proton oh. guns that you're about to find, right? Here we are. I have an answer. Mm. Ready? Um, the proton... So I googled, what weapons did the Ghostbusters use? The answer I've been given is the proton pack is a fictional energy-based capture device used for capturing and entrapping ghosts in the Ghostbusters universe. First depicted in the film Ghostbusters, it has a handheld wand, in brackets, neutrona wand, or particle thrower, connected to a backpack-sized particle accelerator. Right. So, uh, oh, and then it's given Wikipedia underneath, and that says proton pack. So it's just a proton pack. I was right. Well done. Um, well, yeah, so the proton packs, they do, they, they do not come quietly. No, they are just ripping through everything in in their wake, aren't they? They're yeah. not. Uh, yeah. I put, That's okay. I put it's unorganized chaos. Yeah, and they really need, well, they really yeah. need to now. If they come out of this empty-handed, they've yeah. just caused lots of criminal damage, haven't they? They have. They were they were trying their best. I'll say this: When do you have organized chaos? Um. You'll get back to me. Yeah. I I will find an example. Okay. Um right, so yeah, so they all stream on it. What? On the what did they you say? all got their like proton stream right. on Slimer. Excellent. And then yeah, they catch him into the bag. National heroes. On TV. Um kind of them just walking out of the hotel like yeah. We're the best. Yeah, they are. They are thriving now in their career. They are busy bees. Um, Dana is following their career closely. She's she's always watching them on TV. She'd have them on. T- she'd be following their Twitter now. She yeah. If it were nowadays, she'd Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all TikTok. They would love TikTok. Peter would. Am I right? I don't know. I don't. I'm not on TikTok. I hate TikTok. So. <laughs> Also, they charge $5,000 for that job. So for what was, wow. like, 20 minutes work? Yeah, five grand. Yeah. No. And then uh, they're doing so well that they need another member of the team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just one, though. Just one member. They don't want to they, they don't share the money too wide. They've got the receptionist as well, haven't they? they well, they've got her... Um, on the payroll, but yeah, they don't want to. They don't want to pay too many people to do the job, so um, yeah, they just get one, one new employee called. I don't, Winston. I I've, I've got a little bit before Winston. Though. Oh, I apologise. It's, it's the EPA. Right. So the EPA are here to see them at. Uh, at the ghost engine station, uh-huh. um, and he asked Venkman <laughs> a, a lot, of, a lot of questions, and Venkman's very coy. He says coy as a carp about everything. <laughs> I'm just wow. trying to look to see if I can see the guy's name who works for the EPA, but 
I cannot. Mr. I can't read my writing. Um, uh, I don't want another Zol on our case. No. <laughs> um, well, essentially, anyway, you... he threatens him with uh, legal action. Do you, Should we just say what the EPA is, for those who don't know? Yeah, go on. Environmental Protection Agency. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I, I didn't know that, so... No, I didn't think so. I thought that's what you handed over to me. I oh, yeah, you are right. So, yeah, they I, they hired Winston. Yeah. Uh, Walter Peck, it is, who... Um, uh, he, yeah, so he's threatening him with yeah. legal action. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's saying, like, their equipment... There's no way of proving that their equipment isn't faulty... There's no way. Yeah. Uh, there's no way of proving that it works. That it, it will long term, it will work. If it's not dangerous yeah. uh, to society, and uh, yeah, so he he kind of he says like he'll be back with a warrant essentially, doesn't he? Because Venkman's yeah. like, you're not like just swanning around here having a look, yeah, having a butchers. Yeah, <laughs> those are his exact words. <laughs> Um, just a little bit about Winston um, when they're kind of having a uh, sort of an interview with him and then he just says I'll believe anything for a paycheck yeah yeah so so um, I believe he, he becomes a believer as the film goes on but at this point I think he just needs a, a job it would seem yeah yeah um, so there's a storm mm-hmm and um oh hang on a minute sorry i think you've um jumped ahead just a a tad uh peter uh he's actively pursuing dana isn't he um we see him because she's a musician so he's waiting outside the theater oh yeah he bumps into her doesn't he so and yeah yeah. okay and Right, and she seems a little bit charmed now, but she's sort of, it looks like she might be seeing another chap, mm-hmm. um, but she's sort of, he's winning her over a little bit. Um, playing hard um, to get. Uh, huh? She's playing hard to get a bit with him. I don't, I don't know if she's playing hard to get. I think she's just sort of a bit wary because he is very sleazy. Mm-hmm. I think she's sort of impressed by the work he's doing for the city, but he is a bit much. Um also, I've read, he's really rude to Janine, their receptionist. Yeah, and I wrote he's the only woman she hasn't he hasn't tried to sleaze that we know of. Well, that we've seen, yeah, yep, um, yeah. And then I've got uh, this is, a storm. Yeah, ripping. and she goes back to the flat. Am I right? Yep, you are. And then uh, and the the gargoyles turn real yeah. when the storm is mm-hmm. I was really really trying to decipher the word on my page and I was like in my head why why have you written gargoyle <laughs> why does that that can't that can't be any other word other than gargoyle but why have you written it and your big sister saves the day and then I I chip in with gargoyle. why yeah. So yeah, so Lewis. Oh my gosh, that's my psychic extrovert skills chip chipping in. Yeah. Ooh, spooky. Twenty years in the making, that one. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Continue. Um. So yeah, Louis having like a a, 
party and he gets yeah. Dana he invites her to it, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, um but he's hilarious because um he <laughs> he's invited clients not friends so that he can write it off as a tax expense. Yeah. <laughs> Clever. Yeah. Um so she takes Venkman, am I right? Pardon? Venkman goes to the party as well. Yeah, that wasn't the plan. They were they'd arranged to kind of to meet up. Um but he's so uh is it Lewis or Louis? Louis, isn't it? Louis. He's so hurt that she made so it's um Nick Moranis anyway. Yeah. He's really hurt that she made a date on the night of his party. So she says she'll bring him along for for a little bit. And he's like, We're gonna uh play Twister. We're going to do some break dancing. So, yeah, very much of, of its time, 1984 here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, oh, she, and she's on the phone to her mum and telling her about that she's going on a date with a Ghostbuster. But she's really um, not very friendly to, to her mum at all. No. Off the point and not relevant to the film, but I thought she was quite rude. <laughs> okay. So I, I assume after the party then, she's back at the her house, isn't she? Getting ready for bed, or is she getting ready for the party? No, she's getting ready. Well, she's getting ready for her date, but yeah, the yeah. party. Like it shows she's going to show her face. I think. Yeah. She finishes the phone call with her mum, mm-hmm. and do you want to say what happens? So there's a bright light at her door. Yeah. It's a gargoyle, mm-hmm. and it just drags her, drags her off. Very handsy. Wait, the monster claws reach out of her sofa, and then her chair spins around. Right, why am I? I'm so vague with my notes. <laughs> Where are your details? Yeah. Details, too. Yeah, so Monster Claws. How could you How could you even get that Monster Claws reach out of her sofa and it spins her around? Yeah, and then takes her into the cupboard. Yeah. And I was really. So I don't think it was a, a gargoyle, if I, not to argue with you, but I don't think it was a gargoyle knocking at the door no. at this point. Um, uh, but yeah. I was really frightened. I thought that was a bit like the film I'll not mention that I'm afraid of. That was a, a bit of a horror moment, like a horror-esque moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, so we go back to the party after she's yeah. taken away. And yeah. um, there's like lots of noise coming from his closet, Louis' closet. Yeah, but first of all, he, when he takes uh, the guests' coats, he just throws throws it on the monsters. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... And then it opens up, and it's a ghoul. Yeah, and it's chasing after him. Yeah. So, oh, I... well, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll carry on before the... I, before I ask Horrible. the question. Um, oh, yeah. So he manages to get away for a little bit, um, mm. and then he's like outside a restaurant, isn't he? And yeah. then it like manages to catch him and pin mm. him. But we see through the restaurant window, like him yeah. being thrust into the window, but we don't see anything else. No. So does that uh, but... mean that no one else can see? Well, that's what I wondered because he sort of pushed, yeah, pushed up against the window, isn't he? And being attacked yeah. and everyone's out. And then there's like a moment of silence and then, and then everyone just sort of carries on. So can, can they not see it, or do they just not care? Yeah, and how how weird did that look at the party when yeah. there was just commotion in the cupboard? Then yeah. he runs away. 
terrified. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, and it's a physical being, even if it's not being seen, it's still chasing him and pinning him against the window. So presumably yeah. any commotion but, that it made was just happening. You know what I mean? No, because the 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 uh, the monster burst through the wall, the wall, and out into the corridor. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So if, if no one can see that happening, a corridor just explodes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it it could be because the thing is, so we sort of we grow to learn then that there's the gatekeeper and the um the gatekeeper and the oh you're the key master yeah yeah and and um so because then it seems then rick moranis and sigourney weaver are now possessed is that why they can see these things because of this i think everyone can see um but they're just ignoring it no, you couldn't see anything when he was being pinned up against the window. Oh, yeah, that's true. So what were they all looking at, though? Could they, they just see him? They could just see him being thrust uh, against... Like, thrusting himself against the window. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, then they got on with their evening. Yeah. Oh. Well, the, yeah. I googled because the room number is 2206. So I wondered if that was significant for some reason. Was it? Um, I know, <laughs> but I just, <laughs> I just wanted to show the effort I put in. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, back at uh, Dana's apartment, Venkman goes to see her. Oh gosh, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh golly, uh, and then she she asks him, "Are you the key master?" And he's like, "Not that I know of." <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was really scared of this part of the film when I was little. And then, um, what does what does she she say here, Stu? Sorry, I just had a, a phone call there. Oh right, that was weird. All right. I could just hear <laughs> myself recording back, me, and I was like, "Oh, what's happened here?" Um, uh, she introduces herself now, then as her as the character. Well done. Yeah, I've really, actually spelled it correctly as well from uh, this part. Um, yeah. So. so she says, I'm Zul. So she wants to know if he's the key master. And she says, I'm Zul, yeah. Zul the gatekeeper. So yeah, we see here she's been possessed. Oh, and then I noted when she got possessed, did they give her a makeover? Yeah. Because she looks... Very different now. Is that her clothes and bring makeup? Or did them, yeah. the ghosts bring it with them and change them? And just you're possessed yeah. now, so you need to wear this Good eyeshadow. Yeah. Um. So the police are then at the <laughs> Ghostbusters HQ. Oh, oh, hang fire a minute. Um, she um, he's trying to talk to Dana, not Zool. Oh yeah, she, she rises down, up, but she starts. Yeah. Levitate. Yeah, yeah. Levitate it, yeah. Um, and then he, he's just so good at his dry wit, isn't he? Yeah. Like, Please come down. Is yeah, this when she gets all saucy as well? She, so not only has she been given a makeover, she has now, well, yeah, rather randy. Um, yeah, 
and I don't and is that yeah. why has that happened all of a sudden as well we don't know anyway, oh yeah so I've signed back at Ghostbusters HQ there with Louie and um, he's like saying he's waiting for a sign isn't he yeah. he, he's the, the key master and he's waiting for a sign yeah, so he's been possessed by the keymaster. He's been talking to a horse. Yeah, the police were the ones that took yeah. him to Ghostbusters HQ, weren't they? So that just shows you how seriously yeah. the city is now taking um, things. And Vinkman phones Egard and says about Dana and what's happened to her. And Ray and Winston yeah. are in the car. Ray Winston. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, they're saying about the doors of life and death. Which is, I assume, yeah. like the, is the the gates of hell, and uh, he's uh, they they they've got the means to open it, haven't they? Between the two possessees, yeah, yeah the keymaster yeah. and the. But gate unfortunately, keeper. the EPA are back, and they've got a search warrant, and they want to turn. Uh, yes, it's like the main uh, chest full of ghosts. Just holding them all in, isn't it? They they want to turn that off. Yeah, yeah. The the ghost. Uh, and they're like pleading, like yeah, Bankman, and it's, it's like please don't, etc., etc. But well, they give them really good science. Well, you know, quote unquote scientific reasons as to why they that they shouldn't do this and what's yeah. going to happen if they do. And he is just. He is just yeah. not listening to reason at all. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah I thought why is he so obsessed with shutting it off? Like, yeah, get off. Um, so, but yeah, it, they shut it off because there's even a guy, isn't there, who yeah. like the EPA, um, he's telling him to turn it off, and he's really like, I don't really, I'm not sure, I, I want to. Yeah, I don't really. Is <laughs> like, like an explosion of. Ghoulies, ghosts. Yeah, they go everywhere. And, and then um, the key master like, says that yeah, this is my sign and like runs off. And all the ghosts right, go yeah. all over the town and the Ghostbusters are locked up in jail. They have, yeah, the ghosts And why are they in jail? Just a what, point what? though. What they violated. Yeah. They were told the yeah. police had just delivered the key master, uh, the gate, yeah. yeah, the key master to them. So, yeah, what is their their crime? I don't understand. Um, well, again, it's just it's like anything, isn't it? This is not, that EPA guy is just he's frightened yeah. because he doesn't understand it. Metaphor for life. And uh, so that's why. But, yeah, I don't understand what his reasoning for them being no. put in jail was. Um, but also, you know, like so now there yeah. are ghosts absolutely everywhere, littered before. Them. But it wasn't like yeah. that before. No, they were sort of getting well, them they one think, at a time. Now they've been caught. Cool. They? They're just like, but oh, f f f you all. Oh, I'm, free. I'm not hiding in the in the library anymore. <laughs> I'm not quietly oh. reading. No. Oh, well, getting my slime everywhere and ruining um, all the library tickets. So while in jail, Ray says that the building where Dana and Louis live is kind of like a hub for paranormal activity. And uh, yes. uh, 
he says about like that's why they're sorry, I'm stuttering on my words, but yeah, that it, it's not like a coincidence <laughs> that that the the gatekeeper and yeah. the keymaster both turned up in that in that place. Yeah. Just to stop you, sorry, it's nice of the the police to let them have blueprints yeah. of the building. They didn't take in that jail. off of them on the <laughs> way in. No. Oh, what have you got? Oh, but it might just be a case right of then. the police actually Carry being on. like, "Oh, we might need these guys here." Like, we, yeah, yeah sorry yeah. that we have to arrest you, but try and yeah save mm. the city while you're um, in there. So Dana and Louis, mm. or uh, the keymaster and gatekeeper, now meet and they kiss. Yeah. Um. Yes. And... Oh, what? How does the the wall of uh, Zool's forward slash Dana's apartment building gets blown away. I don't know why you're asking me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, I forgot. <laughs> Have you seen the film? <laughs> yeah, so, okay, well, that's, that's the got fell no like, uh, The wall. The <laughs> is like plead and they're allowed to see and meet with the mayor. And they talk to him yeah. and they say that they have you like you've got to believe us. Uh these spirits are like from a long time ago and they're they're here to stay and it's like we can yeah. sort something out. Oh, Peck thinks I've written that the people are hallucinating because of oh, gas okay. from the Ghostbusters. Right. That it's a light show, everything that seeing so that's why he was yeah. really hot on this then, that they were just yeah, pulling right. the wall over everyone's eyes okay that makes sense that. um yeah me too and uh Bankman says that if they're wrong they'll just stay they'll, you, you can imprison us permanently you know like if yeah if we're wrong yeah we'll hold our hands up like Fair enough. Yeah, we'll we'll go to prison. Yeah, um, and yeah. then the uh, the police like they they're like yeah that's fine, we'll uh, we'll we'll let you go. <laughs> that's fine, so they, and Carry and on. we'll escort you, Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I've written that they are heroes again. Police and army are following them, and saving the day song is playing. Yeah. Sorry, I'm at a part of my page where I can't read what I've written. Yeah. Oh, so unusual for you. Well, yeah. So they, they head into the building where the apartments are, uh, with the gatekeeper and the keymaster, and uh, mm. they're up on the roof, as you would be. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um. Yeah, and uh, they get turned into gargoyles. Uh, Rick Moranis yeah. and Scorny Weaver. I have a, I have a Jacob quote here. Yeah, he said it's a bit yeah, like amazing. Luigi's Mansion. Oh, yeah, it is. Well done, Jacob. Point well uh, made. Yeah, I yeah, you're right. That Dana and Louis revert back to like their ghost form. And yeah. And then um, another amusing joke from Peter. Okay, she's a dog. 
So um, they they make their way upstairs. Well, they're up there, aren't they? Um, uh, who's Gozer? Yeah, I've written Gozer appears, shoots them with lightning, yeah. and they nearly fall off it's, the roof. Yeah. yeah, they think they're neutralised in it. But so they yeah. get their uh, their their proton packs at the ready, and then yeah. um, yep. they're like shooting at it and <laughs> battling, I guess. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> because just your vagueness. Then they, then they, they do things and, and then, then things happen. <laughs> this is where me being in charge of the narrative really doesn't go well when I don't know it. <laughs> in your defence, we, we've been trying to do it for... 26th of October, I watched this film. It's ages ago. Yeah. Yeah. So... I mean, a, a better podcaster might yeah. have revised. All right, so um, <laughs> they, the Gozer will take the form of whatever they're thinking of at that time. So they're like, right, yes. like, don't think of anything, and let's really like think about what we can, what we could defeat. Yeah. 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 Well done. You're bringing but it back. Like, ah, oh, yeah. I've accidentally thought. Of the Marshmallow Man. <laughs> of the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, which I think is an American thing. I don't know if we have that here, yeah. but we get the gist of it. And he says that um, yeah. he was trying to think of the most harmless harm, harmless thing. I mean, yeah. To be fair, if it wasn't giant, yeah. It, it wouldn't be that bad. Yeah, it's the fact that it's a humongous Stay Puff Marshmallow Man walking yeah. through the streets of New um, York. And Egod says... Forget everything I said about not crossing the streams. I know it goes against company yeah. policy. Um, and I know that yeah. it might even cause harm to ourselves. However, yes, we, this but... is what we have to do. So yeah. they, uh, they cross streams and there's a big explosion. There's mar- marshmallow everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Ah, oh. uh, everywhere. Um, <laughs> May fair, absolutely everywhere. Um, the, the GB yeah. are are covered. They're okay, but they're covered in marshmallow. Um, Venkman yeah. though isn't hardly covered. <laughs> that was just a, a side note. No. Um, yeah. and the and the ghosts are like the they're gargoyles and they're stone again now, aren't they? So Venkman's like, oh yeah. That's Dana sad because you think that the Dana are, are dead, but everything's yeah. okay because they like they climb... break their way out like it was made of chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, because it wasn't they. Yeah, they. Well, I don't. I I was about to explain why that was, but I don't actually know. Um, but it was like that was their protective cover, but yeah. the real people were still inside, even though they'd been possessed, weren't they? So they climb out, and uh, oh yeah, right. So mm-hmm. we're approaching the end now. So all this has happened at night time, okay? Now, now I'll just remind everyone. Well, I haven't told them, so I'll just tell them. Um, it's not a reminder at all. Uh, so crowds have been gathering yeah. outside to witness the goings on. 
the public are covered in marshmallows, of course. Um, now, all this has happened at night time. They uh, leave yeah. the apartment block. Daytime. And it's daylight. Was yeah. it was it nighttime? Was it and nighttime? All, I mean, was it because, just the oh, darkness is taking because, yeah, over? Yeah. Because it was the sky was completely dark. And they've come out and it's not like they've had a nap and then come out. They're yeah. all still covered in marshmallow. Yeah, but maybe you're right. Maybe it had made it was a metaphorical dark in the sky. Darkness. Except it was yeah, dark. Like um, So it wasn't actually metaphorical. Across <laughs> it was a physical darkness. No. <laughs> so uh Venkman and Dana kiss. But yeah. Because that is if you want yes. someone to love you. Saving their life is a way to do it. Well, saving them from being possessed of a, uh, yeah, gay I mean, he showed an, an element of self control because it was probably easier to just. He, he could have won yeah, her over she as she, she, was, she seemed to well, like him. Well more. into him. But I think that, that shows that her. he just he liked um, her, mm -hmm. not her body. Um, yeah. And as yeah. you said, they, they so, leave um, the building as heroes. And that is the yes. end of the yeah. film. Uh, and that is the end. There we I go. Felt from it, Eric. Um, I've put seven out of ten. Yeah. I also put Yeah, meh. I'm gonna give it Oh. Oh. It was alright. I just like I said. Well yeah. Oh, Debbie Downer. I think you'd have liked it more if yeah. you hadn't been asleep. I feel like in two years' time, we're going to have to do Ghostbusters 1 and 2 to make up for this podcast. <laughs> <To> redeem it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I'll give it eight. I yeah. would. Would you like some trivia? Um, so the original story was written by... Uh, Dan Aykroyd and it was more ambitious um, than what was eventually filmed um, so originally he had it that the Ghostbusters would travel through time space and other dimensions taking on huge ghosts um, and then like the Marshmallow Man was just one of many many ghosts like they would take on loads um, and um, the uh, it, yeah the, the script that he originally wrote was really large compared uh, and um, he compared it to a phone book. Now, <laughs> for the younger listeners, a phone book, such as the Hello Pages, is where we used to get our information yeah. when we didn't have Google. Um, yeah, he pitched the story to director and producer Ivan Reitman, who liked the idea but saw that um, because of the budget that that would be impossible. So he he asked him... Uh, to give the story a bit of an overhaul and then it became what we mm -hmm. saw today or two weeks ago and so Aykroyd and Harold Ramis finalised during a few months at Martha's Vineyard bomb shelter um, and the, uh, originally John Belushi who I previously mentioned who was in uh, Blues Brothers with Aykroyd um, he was going to play the role of Peter, so that it was right. written with him in mind, um, but he unfortunately died right. from a drug overdose, and then they they turned to Bill Murray um, to take on what was originally meant to be mm -hmm. Belushi's role. Um, 
yeah, and then it was such a box office hit that they produced the animated yeah. series, uh, which is what we, um, you and I grew up watching. And they were, there was a lot of pressure put on them to make a sequel, which um, they didn't, they weren't very comfortable with because they felt like um, the first film was meant to be self-contained. But yeah, eventually agreed. I feel like um, I feel like if it was done now, it would they, be more than one sequel. Think? it's sort of like yeah there's a real like a whole universe um, of it like we... yeah which maybe they will then from like because there was a 2016 version wasn't there and i think yeah. there is another one coming out now but it seems like now is more of a yeah film after film after film uh in film franchises whereas in the in the older days, it was just Police Academy that yeah. released film after film after film. Most mm-hmm. films, you only got one or two. Um, oh, one. and would you like my impressions round? Okay. I only have one. Yeah, okay. Let's see if you can guess who it is. Yes, it is. Can I help you? Ghostbusters, what do you want? Uh, was that Bankman? The receptionist. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a fabulous it, way. It's to also a style off of Friends. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Joey, it's a style. <laughs> well, well, yeah, yes, there you go. I think, I think, I think we did it. We did it. I apologise for my performance. <laughs> I think you should. <laughs> well, next time we'll do the pod. Closest to when we watch the film. That's the that's the best thing. That's what we've yeah. learned. We've learned that today. We've learned that. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for listening and follow us. Thank you very much. Yeah. You made it well this done. Far. Wow. I won't even listen to this. <laughs> oh, I enjoyed that, Stu. It's nice to be back in uh, the podcast world, and it's um. Yeah, that was fun to do, obviously, because I can't come and uh, and hug you and your family. So I enjoyed this little um, yeah. excursion today. Well, we we haven't decided a film. Yeah, we'll, we'll choose in due course. Oh no, we haven't. We'll have to discuss yeah. that off off air, and uh, we'll get back to you. And uh, yeah, uh, pay attention to our social media because, as promised, I will be posting a picture of <laughs> when I used <laughs> to play libraries. So. You have a lot yeah, to look well, forward to, listeners. At, at, on Twitter, at Films of Our Lives, is it? I don't. Uh, I know, at yeah. Films Lives. I don't know what it is on. Yeah, on Twitter and Facebook and then Instagram, it's like films underscore of underscore our underscore lives. I'm not sure. I may have added or subtracted some underscores, but there's a lot of underscores and it's Films of Our Lives. And there is a nice picture of um, you in a pram and me in my lovely floral frock. Gazing at you lovingly is our profile picture. Um, well, I, I feel like maybe after we said earlier, only one of us should do the outro. You, 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 you do it. Yeah, I do the well, intro. Can... Oh, that's so nice. Thank you for sharing. Well, yeah. Take care, okay. everyone. Stay safe. Um, Wear a mask. Yeah. Stay safe. Wash your hands. And, and these. We'll see you soon. Are the films of our lives. Bye. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye, love you. Bye. 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 Bye.